Hi, I'm Rebecca Pete, And I'm Rebecca Cochran. And, and welcome, welcome to Woven, where we strive to be Christians living in the world with intention. And our prayer is that, to paraphrase Mary Zimmer, the Christ who knew Mary and Martha would show us the way of balance. Thanks, Thanks for listening. Hey guys, welcome back to episode 99, which immediately makes me think of what movie or what TV show? You told me today, but I would have not gotten it had you not Get told smart. me today. Get smart. I mean, I know what Get Smart is, but I just, I, yeah, I would not, not have made the connection. Not the horrible Steve Carell and Hathaway version, but the like TV show one, Agent 99. She was my girl. So welcome to the Agent 99 show. Um, <laughs> we're talking today about something that has nothing to do with um, 60s television, which is the Enneagram. Yes. Did you like that intro? And that I, feel like, um, I feel like maybe we could find a connection, but I don't know what it is right this second. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys knew this, but our own Rebecca Pete is a certified Enneagram coach. That, that is true. And so what we're going to do is we're going to go through today. Any, so a lot of what we've seen online is like, um, how are you coping based on your Enneagram type or like, how are you, you know, kind of like, not, not that it means to be negative, but just sort of like more of like the looking out for like, you know, your signs of stress or your signs of like not being healthy during this time, which is super helpful. But I was, we were thinking about how it might be helpful also to talk about what, what hope do you bring to the situation in your unique Enneagram number? So that's what we're going to talk about today. But Rebecca, can you give like a 30 second, um, overview in case someone has never heard of the Enneagram. They don't know what it is. Will you just tell everyone what the heck we're talking about? Well, I was going to say, um, I don't have the exact episode number in front of us, but we do have an episode called what So if you just like search, what's your number? Cause that was the name of that episode, mm-hmm. um, where I went through the basics of the Enneagram. So you can always go back and listen to that. And we also had another episode with Beth McCord, um, on the Enneagram and marriage, but in it, she talks about the basics of the Enneagram. Um, you don't have to be married for, to get something out of her, um, episode and that episode, um, is in our catalog as well. I'll put both in the, the links in both of those in the show notes. Um, and I also um, think that maybe if you've never taken an Enneagram test before, that this would be a good time to take one. So if you like want to pause and go take an Enneagram test, I think that's a good idea too. Um, well, you can go to, yeah, well, you, yeah. So you can, you can pause and go look at the show notes and I'll, um, I'll link one in there. Um, just because I feel like, um, you're going to go in with lots of questions when I start talking about the strengths of the number, if you don't have like uh, at least an idea of what your number might be. Um, And also because we're going to only talk about such a small fraction of the Enneagram right now that I think it's good to go listen to other, um, other times that we've talked about the Enneagram and did like more generalized stuff, but just like a basic overview. Um, Enneagram is a personality typing system, um, you know, kind of in the same ballpark as like a Myers-Briggs or a DIST or a strength finders. But the difference between it and those tests is those tests talk about um, are like point to your behaviors and the Enneagram points more to your motivations and why you do what you do and what you desire and what you fear as being the driving force behind what you do why you do what you do. So that's kind of, and, and there's nine numbers, hence Inia, because Inia um, is the um, Greek word for nine. And then gram is, you know, a gram or a picture. So it's like, a, it's the nine numbers. It's like a, you know, a pictorial representation of the nine numbers is what Enneagram means. So um, it's, there's, the, the premise is there's nine different personality types and nine different reasons for doing what we do. So that's the yeah, basics that's of awesome. the Enneagram. I think too, like, these kind of conversations are really helpful for me because I'm an Enneagram four and the, one of the hallmarks of being an Enneagram four is you don't think you're a four. Like you kind of like don't think you can be fit into a box. And so I'm always like yes. thinking like I'm different numbers, but something that's really helped me to solidify that are these kind of conversations. Cause so like, if you go on these Enneagram testing things, it'll be like, how, what do you do when you're stressed? But when it's like really specific, like, Hey guys, we're in a pandemic. We're all kind of going through the same thing. So how are like, then you can really be like, Oh, that is exactly how I'm reacting. Whereas if you don't have like some, it's just like, there's something really good about this specific example in this specific situation versus like trying to generalize it. I think that I find really helpful in identifying yourself. So if you've like had a hard time between a couple, this might be really helpful. Well, and it's, it, it's like, I, I Beth did this in our episode where we recorded with her. She talked about, you know, 
she like took one thing, clean house. Everybody wants a clean house. Why do you want a clean house? So it's the same thing with this currently. Like we're all, we're all in the same like bucket and that we're all going through the same thing, but we all, um, we all have weaknesses and we all have strengths that help us through what we're all going through. And so it's a very good, you know, um, unifier. Um, so from that, it's helpful to, to then talk about, okay, so we're all in the same thing, but we're all handling it a different way is, is a very, um, specific way to use the Enneagram. And I think it's a great way, just like, you know, Beth uses it, um, in the Enneagram and marriage, like what is that? How does that play out in your marriage? Like this is another opportunity, um, to do that, which I think is great. And, and I, I, what I love about the Enneagram is one of my favorite things about it is the two things that you really learn in the Enneagram is what are you running away from and running, mm-hmm. what are you running towards? And so we're going to, we're going to kind of stay away today from the things that we run away from and our fears and, and kind of our, our weak side of our number um, and the stressful side of our number. Um, there's lots of good resources that I will link in the show notes for that. But um, I think I, I just really feel called to talk about um, our strengths in these situations because every number can bring a strength in a stressful situation and can um, be used um, by God um, in these stressful situations to bring hope to people around you. And so that was kind of the the heartbeat behind this message. So we need, I think we are all kind of feeling discombobulated. So it's really nice to own your good parts and to just have somebody say like, this is something you're really awesome at right now. Thank you for that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing too, is I, I think a lot of people just want to hear about their number, but I just really encourage everybody to listen to everybody, every number, because I think everybody can probably think of almost some, someone in our life that fits into every number. And I think right now, if we can, whether it's, uh, you know, our spouse or our children or our parents or our friends on the street or our neighbors or our coworkers, um, whoever it is that we can think of that we know their number, or at least we kind of know what their strengths are and that we might be able to kind of figure out their number. We can know how to encourage them. And that's another thing we can do besides just, you know, using the strengths of our number to bring hope to those around us. We can also encourage other people in their numbers and how they're bringing hope to the people around them. So I think it's important to like, to, to listen to all the numbers so that we can, um, we can encourage those around us. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Let's go. You want to start with nine? You want me to start with nine? Is that the number you want me to start with? Is that like an Enneagram thing? Like you start at nine and so, so different people do different things. Um, yes. Coach. I usually start with one because I'm just like logical and one seems like the right place to start. But it's funny because Suzanne Stabile, who's a leading Enneagram teacher, she starts with eight. Because she says eights won't listen unless you start with them. And <laughs> and sevens won't listen if you start with them because they only want to hear themselves. So they'll wait the whole time. Sevens will wait the whole time to get to them. Eights will like stop listening if you don't start with them. So she starts with eights and um, ends with sevens, which I think is funny. I always start with one just because okay, that's what I remember. Log- logical brain works. <laughs> so, so um, yeah. So, left right now? What? Logical brain? Yeah, is that, are you still, is that, is that yeah, a new Because it's part of my Enneagram number. <laughs> I can't get rid of it. I'm probably not quite as logical as I always am, but it's still there back in the recesses of my brain. So, um, so yeah, so the, the one's strengths are that they're con- conscientious, they're orderly, and they're ethical. Um, they're extremely self-disciplined and focused and responsible. Um, those kind of the hallmarks of a one, um, and they can, they have the ability to accomplish a great amount. I think it's because they are so disciplined. They're, they're very quick to prioritize. So it's easy for them when they see a bunch of chaos in front of them, they can easily say, I need to do that. 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 And they can put it in logical order. So they're able to accomplish a lot because they can step through the madness. Um, so I think that we are living in a time right now where there's a lot of chaos. Like I think all of us, whether, you know, we're, we tend to be logical, um, you know, simple people, or we tend to live a chaotic life anyways, <laughs> we all are in, everything's in upheaval and everything is not what it used to be. And ones have this brilliant ability to like sift through all of that and pick out what needs to be done and what doesn't. And I think that can bring a lot of, um, hope, um, to the people around them in that they can, they can help people. They can help people figure out processes. They can help people um, in a way that, because 
because ones can can lean into the more critical judgmental side of things. But I think if they're pushing into their strengths, they can do it in a way that is helpful um, and is good for the people around them instead of in a way that's critical and judgmental. Um, and that, that helps them to bring out the best in others because they can look and say, okay, you feel chaotic. Here, let me help you. Let me help you like sift through this stuff. And then those, the people around them can can sit with more of a perspective because of it. Um, and their ideas and their opinions tend to be very sound and reasonable. Um, and they, they are, do a really good job of judging what's right and wrong. And sometimes things aren't black and white, but sometimes we need the people around us um, who are good at that to like sift through the new, whether it's the news or whether it's new information that can, is coming out and be able to immediately judge and say, you know what, that's good and that's bad. And we need people that have the ability to do that um, so that we can, um, they can help us put aside the, 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 the opinions or whatever that's not helpful. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm married to a one. And I mean, he has been just like he has been the one to keep our house afloat, like yeah. not cleaning, but even, I mean, like a week ago, I was so overwhelmed with all this homeschooling stuff. And my girls are in two different classes. And like one of the teachers is more organized than the other. So I'm getting just all this information. And I had this like giant packet of like stuff that wasn't really labeled. I didn't know. And they'd be like, do this worksheet. It was just, it was really overwhelming me to the point where like, it was taking me probably an hour just to sort through. It's just not my, I'm not good at that stuff. And he came yeah. in in like a second and he's like, you need a table here. You need this. He organized everything. It probably took him like 20 minutes. Yeah. Now I'm really good at homeschooling because he like got me set up, but it was like, yeah. I couldn't do that for myself. <laughs> and for him, that wasn't hard. Like to it him, was it was funny. obvious. Yeah, yeah. It was totally easy and obvious to him. And this, that's a perfect example. That's a, yeah. a perfect example of how Chris made your quarantine life better. And, yeah. and I, and I once can do that for the people around them, um, in a way that is super helpful. Um, and it, and it, Cause, cause you now it, you're able to like keep that in order and it, yes. yes, but it was like being able to sift through all the inundation was hard for you to like focus and ones are really good at that. So yeah, we, we are, I could we're not. very grateful for ones. So yeah. Good. yeah. So good. Okay. Twos. Um, our twos are wonderful in this situation. <laughs> we oh we might actually rely on them too much. So we have to be really careful for those of us that aren't twos, but have like dear loved to choose our lives because we can tend to lean too much on them. But um, most of the time they're okay with it and they do a great job with it, but they're thoughtful, they're generous, they're demonstrative in the way that they show um, their love. Um, twos, and um, we're not really doing this right now, but when they walk into a room, <laughs> it can be a virtual room now, um, but when they walk into a room, they just um, have the uncanny ability to like know what everybody around them needs um, and before the people around them may even know what they need. Um, which is called the helper, right? That's the, like helper. The, the name we give. What's the name we give to ones real quick? The perfectionist. The perfectionist. Okay. So to yeah, yeah. the helper, like that's your They're name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that, I mean, and, and they do it in a way that's optimistic and it's joyful. Um, like they love to give, like those of us that aren't givers and helpers <laughs> by nature, we think when we see twos, we think, gosh, that must be hard on them. I need to do something in return. And I mean, yes, we need to appreciate them, but like they do it without expecting anything in return. Um, you know, if you're living into your strengths as a two, like it's just your nature. It's just what you do. You give and you're generous and you do it without thinking about what people are going to do to reciprocate. And it doesn't exaust you. Um, it doesn't exhaust it to some of us who have to like be, tell ourselves to be more ge generous and more helpful. Like it's exhausting for us, um, but we do it because we know it's the right thing to do. But for them, they just, they have the ability to make sure that everyone around them feels loved. And I have some friends that are twos that I'm not seeing in person, but it's just, they have the ability even through a text to tell what I need, um, which yeah. is an amazing ability to me. Um, they just, they just naturally sense that. And they are, and they're usually very positive people. Like if I just need like a, like if I just had a bad day and I actually dump like all of my frustrations on someone, um, it, it's great to call it too, not just because they're good listeners, but because they can immediately like, just, they just are upbeat. Like, you know, and, and not in a way that's annoying, but in a way that, that just brings warmth um, and good naturedness um, to a situation. And I mean, you just can count on twos. Like, and as a two, um, 
don't, I, I think sometimes twos feel like they don't want to like overstep boundaries or be too pushy or, um, you know, assume too much. And so sometimes they might hold back. And I would say right now is not the time for twos to do that. I think twos, if you sense somebody around you is struggling, um, do what's in your nature to do for them. Like you have a really good instinct about knowing what people need. So do it. It would be my instruction to twos. <laughs> they're just really good at it. So, and they're, they're good at cheerleading. They're great cheerleaders. So they, um, just the twos in my life have always, they're so good at, um, give me a good pat on the back, even if it's virtual right now. So thankful for that. Yay twos. Yay twos. Um, Okay, threes. I hate talking about threes <laughs> because I am a three for those of you that don't know. Um, and I think I think every number right now is struggling. So I don't want to, but I think some numbers are struggling more than other numbers. And um, when we get to six and seven, I honestly think six and sevens that this is probably harder on them than anybody else. But mm-hmm. I think it's also really hard on threes um, because everything has come to kind of a, stop mm-hmm. in our lives um and threes don't do very good with that like who don't very, we don't do very good when there's not pr- predictable outcomes and when there's not pro- like production happening and we're just in a in a state good or bad where production is just not happening and it's it's really hard for us threes to do that but i would say that the strength and the, the hope that we can bring to the situation is that there is a part of our personality that is extremely motivating and is it we're also optimistic like the twos and we can we can maintain like motivation and enthusiasm for a long period of time and um and i think that i mean a lot of us are still having to like produce in this situation and people are still having to work and people are still having to be creative and we need threes in our lives to like be like okay keep going keep going we need to keep going to keep going and but i think that um and if that is channeled properly, um, I think they can um, help people to adapt um, because we're all having to adapt right now. We're all having to adapt the way we do things, whether it's business or parenting or schooling or whatever. And and threes think quickly and can like adapt and problem solve. Um, so I think if, we, if we're willing to lean in that and, and not um, get wrapped up, because I can get wrapped up on things aren't the way they used to be and I can't produce the way I used to. Like if I can break out of that and like, channel my energy in a better way, then I think I, that I think threes can be really good at helping others harness, um, the new way of doing things. And so I think threes can bring that, um, I think that's very true of you, buddy. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and we just have an ability to recover quickly from setbacks. So I was funny when we were talking last week, if you listened to our episode last week, we were talking about, I was talking about the three types of people or the three buckets. I think people fall in emotionally. And I was talking about there's the roller coaster people. And then there's people that started really high and then dropped. And then there's those of us, which is me. I started really low and I'm slowly going up. And I think that's part of my personality as a three um, because we, we see the failure immediately or like the inability to produce or like the hard that's going on. But then we also overcome those set, setbacks really quickly. So then we start yeah. on a upward trajectory. And so I think that's what threes can bring to this. I mean, most of us threes probably started out with this as not being the greatest thing in the world, but now we're starting to like quickly adapt and we're, we have a lot of energy again and we can bring that to the people around us. So. Okay. Threes. Okay. Like, you're my only friend who has exercised every single day. <laughs> yeah, I'll just leave it there. You're my only friend who has exercised every day. Like every time I talk to you, you're like doing something active. And I'm just like, what is wrong with you, Rebecca? <laughs> it's because I have so much pent up energy that I have to let it out somehow. <laughs> Truly, you're the only person I know who is. <laughs> and it's not because I have like some kind of exercise addiction or anything. It's just like. You're just productive. You, it's I am. just like, it's in your nature. To do something productive. Yes, I can't. I can't I try. I can't not do it. And everybody's like, yeah. "Oh, g- give yourself per- permission to just lay around and watch TV <laughs> or not get off the couch." And I'm like, I think some people do need that permission because, like, there are some numbers that that's their bet, and they need to be okay with that. But like, yeah. 
I, I don't need people to tell me to do that. That's not what I need. <laughs> I need to find a channel for my energy, like <laughs> in some way, shape or form. And it's okay. That's not me being stressed out. And I, I say this to those of you who have friends or loved ones that are threes, like they're not doing it because they don't want to rest or because it stresses them out to rest. Like this is, that's their natural state of being. Yeah, and like, they, like you, yeah, you I am. No, yeah. I, I, I binge Netflix every night, just like the rest of you. But like, I have to do something productive every day. Like that, yeah. like it, it's in me. I can't not do it. And yeah. um, so just, you know, encourage your three friends. Don't tell them they're crazy or that they're doing too much or whatever. That's like, seriously, the, the thing I hate hearing the most is you need to slow down a little bit. No, ma'am. No, I don't. I'm good. This is good. <laughs> is, I'm right in my pocket. I'm right where I need to be. <laughs> uh, okay. Fours. So since you're a four, what do you think you're good at <laughs> in this situation? I'm not going to tell you because I don't think I'm good at anything because I always think I'm not worthy enough. So I'm not going to tell you. I don't know. Oh, you, you really told me. I need to tell you. <laughs> well, okay, okay. Let me tell you two things I've done. Okay. I've colored my own hair. Um, and you I she did, did a good job at it. The more I look at it, the better I think it looks. It really, really, it looks good. Did you think it looks bad? No. <laughs> no, I mean, no, but I'm just like, I, I, the more I look at it, I'm like, oh, she did a really good job. I didn't think it's not that I thought it looked bad at the beginning. <laughs> Hey, it's better than the other way around and me saying, oh yeah, it looks great. And the more I look at it, I'm like, no, nah, that don't look like, good. Uh, <laughs> um, and the other thing I did is I have been, uh, we redid our entire bedroom, painted it like big bedroom refresh. I um, deep cleaned my cabinets yesterday. I don't know if that's a very poor thing, but like, I'm not good at general cleaning, but I'm really good at like, oh, this is really gross. And right this second, I need to take two hours and like clean all my cabinets off. I don't know if that's a fourth thing or if I'm just weird, but like, I definitely did that too. Yeah. I think people fall into two buckets of that. They're either deep cleaners or general cleaners. I'm a general cleaner. But yeah. And I'm a general cleaner, just like always keeping high, kind of surface yeah. and stuff clean, but I don't do that. Like, yeah, that's, that's not I, my idea of a good time. Um, okay. So four. So fours, um, so I think um, fours have the ability to bring authenticity and creativity, beauty into anything. So even in the midst of, so this plays into your redoing your bedroom. So one of my favorite things that has happened oh, <laughs> in this gosh. quarantine is you Marco Poloing me your new bedroom <laughs> and your description of your new bedroom amazing um just your just your attention to detail and like like things that I don't think about like I just like I pick a paint color and I don't have reasons for why I pick the paint color besides I like it um I don't like have reasons for why the reasons why my things are in my bedroom the way they are is for practical reasons it's not for aesthetics and fours just have this ability to um but then I look at your room and I'm like yeah your room looks great like you know what I'm saying like so like but I wouldn't I wouldn't have put the thought in it that you put into it. Um, And just, you know, I I think a lot of people right now are just really struggling with seeing the good and the beauty and what we're going through. And I think fours, if you can lean into that instead of leaning, because you also lean a lot into your melancholy, but if you can like really lean into the strength of being able to bring beauty out of everything out of like, I mean, the four, the four is like, it's a, it's really, cheesy but the beauty from ashes kind of idea like fours are really good at that and um and so I think you can look metaphorically at the situation that we're in and be like here's the beauty and here's the goodness and what's happening I mean just your videos of like showing me your backyard and how beautiful it is (laughs) I'm not making fun of you I'm like but you're able to sit like in the midst of even if you're having a bad day like I think you know you'll be like man I'm, I'm really struggling today and then you're like but look at my backyard like that's what four your fours are able to do, and that's awesome. Like you're able to like we hold all the things at one time. Yeah, like like this sucks. Also, life is really beautiful. Yeah, so you can so because you're able to embrace a wide range of emotions and experiences mm-hmm. and hold it in balance, and yeah. that's really great because most of the other numbers we either fall into this is the worst case scenario or. Um, we're completely oblivious to what's going on. And mm-hmm. so like being able to like hold both of those intention fours are really good in that. Um, th- you're also really in tune with suffering and pain and you're okay with it, but you're also good at finding meaning in it. Like, 
you know, yes, this is hard. I can sit with you in this, but then you can also find the, the meaning in it. Um, and also you have like this great ability to communicate what's going on in your inner world and putting words to things. And when you do that, and I'm talking to you and I'm talking to all fours, um, you collectively, when you guys are able to do that, then the rest of us that aren't good at that are encouraged to do that. Like mm-hmm. it shows us the way, like you show us the way of doing that. So like when you put words to what's going on inside of you, um, then, it, then you're like, oh yeah, you know what? I am kind of feeling that too. And then we can have words to it. So I think that's a hope you can bring too, is being able to like, express authentically express your emotions and and give words to your emotions and feelings so then we have those words those of us that aren't good at that does that make sense yeah and i would encourage my other fours if there is because i've been i mean we moved into our house in 2013 and our bedroom has just been garbage that whole time we've just never i've never had the time to really like because i can't do anything half like if i do it i'm doing it you know Mm -hmm. and i haven't had time to really do it but this has been my opportunity so if there's like a project you've been putting off like this is the time to really focus and do it yeah I'm I agree. Saying, like be productive and you know I hate no. that like seize the quarantine like yes moment I don't like that but I'm saying like this has been I've I'm it's a blessing in disguise because I've had the time to really like make our bedroom kind of like a sanctuary yeah. and all of that so that's which been you, one which thing. you need right now too because we need right. spaces in our homes that are sanctuaries because we're spending a lot of time in them so, um, you know, this is all been and you're like, yeah. go away children and I'm just gonna, yeah, and you're not, you're not in a deep, dark hole. You're in somewhere beautiful when you, you may have not really spent that much time in your bedroom before. Yeah. No, that's a good word. Um, okay. Fives. Fives. Um, so it's funny because I've talked to some five friends of mine and like, you know, there's a little bit of a, man, I've been preparing my whole life for this, like this whole social distancing, um, you know, thing is because they're so they're, you know, every number has an introverts and extroverts in it. Like you can have introverted and extroverted fours, you can have introverted and extroverted nines, but the, for the most part, most fives are introverts. Like yeah. they just have, they just have a really low, like deposit of energy and they can only give out so much in a day. Um, but the, so, uh, you know, there, I think there's this misnomer that they're probably just like loving life right now, but also their whole family's home with them too, presumably, mm-hmm. or roommates or whatever. So they're yeah. really alone. So, you yeah. know, it's just, a, it, so yes, from the outside, it may seem like fives are like, could do a really great job at this because they're used to like being shut off from the world because that's how they like to live their life. Um, but, you know, they also have people shut in with them. It's not like they're by themselves. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but, but also about fives, fives are perceptive. They're insightful. They're super innovative um, and they have an intense craving to learn new things. Um, and they're able to like be objective and practical in a different way than ones are. Ones um, um, do it, it there, there's a tinge of emotion um, still involved in a one's um, objectiveness and their practicalness and their logical way of doing things. Um, but fives literally, they can be objective and practical, practical without emotion. And so while mm-hmm. we need the fours to help us um, name our emotions and like get out of our emotions, we also need our fives to be able to be objective and practical without emotion. Because sometimes we need to like process information and we need to read what's going on around us in a way that there's not emotion attached to that. And, and fives are really great at that. And they can really help us do that. And they're also really good at taking big buckets of knowledge and, and put it almost like let's think of a funnel. They're able to funnel it down to exactly what we need to hear. So a lot of my five friends are just really great at like researching everything and then taking it down to like exactly the pieces of information that I need, just the bits of information. And they're the best bits of information. So I think that's what fives can do for their friends and their family is you thrive on gathering information. And it doesn't like, so some of us may like to gather information, but then it gives us all these kind of like emotions and anxiety. It doesn't do that to fives. Like it's Mm -hmm. just information to them. There's no emotion attached to it. So they're able to like pick and choose what's good and bad information and bring it to you in like bite-sized form. And I think that's a really great gift of a five. And I would say that fives, you're probably the ones that are mostly doing the work of like figuring out how we're going to like get out of this. Like 
whether it's Mm. the vaccines or the treatments or whatever, like I just, you're just really, you're really good at innovation and you're really good at um, being smart. (laughs) I mean, just super intelligent people. And I'm thankful for the fives in my lives that I can, I can text and be like, so what do you think about this information? They've already done all the research and they can say yes or no to that. And I'm, I'm really grateful for that. Yeah. Especially for someone to be able to not put any emotion into it. It's like a really big gift to the rest of us. Uh, Amen. So for sure. Um, Okay. Sixes. Oh, sweet sixes. (laughs) Um, I I know this is so hard for six. I know we're not going to talk too much about like fears and and weaknesses right now, but I just want to acknowledge to our six friends because they're more than half of the population. So we probably have lots of sixes listening. Um, the I have some really good six friends that were like, I knew it. This is this is I've been planning for this my whole like in my whole life. It's finally come to fruition. The worst case scenario, like, and they do it in like a funny self deprecating kind of way, but there's like a little bit of truth to it. Like they're like, I've been telling you people that something really bad was going to happen, <laughs> and they've been preparing for it. Um, so that's, that's one side of a, a six is is that anxiety or that fear driven kind of. Um, worst case scenario planning. But on the flip side of that, sixes are also, because they're called the loyalists for a reason. They're very loyal. They're very committed. They're very faithful friends and they're super courageous. Um, you know, courage, is, courage isn't the absence of fear. Courage is, um, I mean, Suzanne Sabil says the sixes are the most courageous number on the Enneagram. And it's because they have some, it just like naturally so much fear and they, they live through it every day and push through it every day. So they are the most courageous number on the Enneagram. And I feel like they can bring that courage to the table for us because what we're all experiencing, this collective grief, this collective anxiety, this collective not knowing what's going to happen next, the sixes live like that every day of their life. Like pre-quarantine, that's how they lived their life. And I feel like, and they, they, they still live their lives. Like my six friends yeah. still like go out into the world and they still do good things and they still take care of their kids and they still love on their families and they still work and produce and all this kind of stuff. But they do it while they're pushing through fear and anxiety. And I think they can show us how to be courageous in the midst of it. I've talked to some of my six friends and was like, I have never struggled with anxiety before, but I yeah. think this is what I'm having. And they're like, yeah, that's what you're having. And this is what you can do about it. Cause this is what I do every day of my life. And not in a condescending way, but in a way yeah. of like kind of helping me and bringing yeah. me along and be like, this is how I get through it. How it's, here's some of the ways you can get through your anxiety. Um, they it's also, Oreos, right? What? It's Oreos, right? <laughs> Mine's not Oreos. Mine's potato chops, <laughs> but whatever you need to get through your day. <laughs> okay, sorry, continue. <laughs> but also, um, most sixes have the most amazing sense of humor. Um, the best memes that I'm getting, the best jokes that I'm getting. And I, and, you know, part of that's a defense mechanism with sexes, but it's also a strength too. And yeah. just their ability to like, that's how they get through the fear and anxiety is, um, is this kind of self-deprecating, like just really witty humor. And my yeah. most witty friends mostly are my wittiest friends. Check grammar check there. My wittiest friends that I have, they're, um, they're, they're the ones that bring me the most humor. And we all need humor right now. And I'm super thankful for that. Um, they're also, because this isn't a good way. This isn't the bad part of the worst case scenario planning. The good part of worst case scenario planning is that they predict things that are going to happen. Like they're just really good at being like, this is what's going to happen next. This is what's going to happen next. This is what, like, that's the good part of their worst case scenario planning. And we need that. Like we need yeah. like the people who are really good at making plan B and plan C and plan D. <laughs> Some of us, I'm like, I'm a plan A person and plan A is going to happen. Like that's what yeah. it's going to happen. And I don't make any other plans because plan A is going to happen. Well, plan A doesn't always happen. Right now we're in a living, we're like on plan E at this point or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so we need those people in our lives who are really good at um, predicting and preventing future problems. And sexes are really good at that. Um, they're really good at being like, okay, well maybe this, well maybe this, well maybe this. And like putting a plan in place. Um, I've always heard that sixes are like really good, like personal assistants and, and executive mm-hmm. assistants because they're just really good at predicting and planning future problems. Um, and they, because they are loyalists, they're fiercely committed to their homes and their community. And they, they their desire in life is to bring steadiness and stability. And we need that right now. Like um, people might make fun of sixes because they just want everything to be stable and secure. But right now, all of us are aching for stable stability and security. And sixes are really good at finding that. And so I'm thankful 
for my sixes um, in my life um, who do that for me to show me like just the way of like stability and security. Cause I'm usually much, I'm much more of a risk taker. Um, but right now risk taking doesn't seem like the best plan of action. Like I need yeah. to know what's more the secure way to handle things right now. Okay. Sevens. Um, I think that my seven friends are really struggling. And yeah. when I think about who I need to check in with the most, it's my seven friends. Um, and normally that's not the case. They're usually at the bottom of my, who I need to check in. <laughs> Cause I know they've got it. They're fine. They're, you know, they're positive. They're outgoing. They're adventurous. I don't really need to worry about them that much. Um, happy go lucky kind of people. But right now, like the thing that sevens want the most is to live for the next thing. Like mm-hmm. what's the next thing on the calendar? What's the next big thing? What's the next big trip? What's the next big adventure? What's the next party? What's the next thing I'm hosting? You know, that's like they move from one exciting thing to the next and there's no mm-hmm. exciting things on the calendar. Um, and so a lot of my seven friends um, that I love dearly are really struggling with that. Like there's, there's almost a depression that's coming in with, and we're all struggling with this, not having any fun things on the yeah. calendar. I mean, I, I looked at, you know, because I am who I am. My calendar is like set up with reminders for what's going to happen from a week from now, a day from now, an hour from now. That's, you know, and so today is Thursday. Next Thursday, we're supposed to have our live show and our party for our 100th episode. And, um, and it's, that's hard on all of us. Like, that's a bummer yeah. for me. But like for sevens, that's really a struggle for sevens. Um, and so I just want to, I, I want to say that about sevens. Um, but like your strength is that you're, you're playful. Um, you do radiate optimism. So even though you're really struggling right now, my seven friends are still super happy people and they're still mm-hmm. super fun to be around. And like, if I just want to like a good time, I want to zoom call my seven friends. Um, and, yeah. and, and, and I don't mean that in a, like a degrading way that there's like this youthful, um, childlike playfulness to a seven. I mean that in a really great way. Like we yeah. really need those people um, in our lives um, who, who even in the small things, enjoy life to the fullest because we're all living with like simple joys right now. We're having to find the simple like pleasures in life and joys in life because we don't have the big ones. And sevens, if they can really um, step into their like strength and their health are really able to help point all of us to like the super fun things and just the little, like, you know, whether it's like having a happy hour on zoom or um, playing games somehow, or like shouting at each other across the driveway or having a, taco truck come into your neighborhood like you know whatever it is like sevens are really good at that um and we need that we need the people who are going to bring like the simple joys um in our life um and i'm just i'm grateful for my seven friends that do that um and they are extremely generous people most of the sevens i know are very generous um and they just they just have a strong desire to make the world a better place um and they also are the idea people um, my, I think all my good, like kid activity ideas have come from sevens. 100%. Um, I, um, some of my best friends are sevens and, um, they're also the ones that, so I am threes are, are really good at problem solving and moving to the next step and then the next step. And like, we're good at taking an idea and like implementing it. Like mm-hmm. that's like our like number one skill set, right? We're good implementers, but sevens are really good dreamers. Um, and I'm so thankful for my seven friends because they help me dream up. And I think right now, a lot of us need new dreams because <laughs> our old dreams are not working. Um, you know, I, I'm thinking of a seven friend that, you know, because I got this Enneagram certification, literally I took my test the week before we went to quarantine. And so the way that I'm now going to have to start my Enneagram business is going to look much different than I had planned. And I have a seven friend that has just been a really good brainstormer for me. I was like, well, have you thought about this? And have you thought about this? And have you thought about this? And I mean, like so many ideas that I'm almost like, okay, no more ideas <laughs> yeah. in a good way, you know, like, because they're not, they're not things I would have thought of. And, yeah. and I think a lot of people are going to have to like dream big and dream new um, now. And we need those sevens who are going to help us um, to do that. So. Um, do you think sevens are doing the most online shopping right now? Most online shopping. Hmm, that's a good question. 
because it's like the anticipation of something arriving, you know, yes. it's like exciting. Yes, I would say that's probably true. I have a lot of seven friends that are planning like vacations from like a year from now. Because they just need something, something yeah. fun to plan, um, and 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 two of my best closest friends are sevens, and they're already talking about the epic parties that they're going to throw when we're on to throw parties again, which just sounds exhausting to me. But I'm like, I will come to your party. I'll be there, you know. And we yeah. need those people to be like, you know, one day this is going to be over, and we're going to have the best party ever. Like we yeah. need those people yeah. um, in our lives. So I'm thankful, really thankful for my seven friends, and I also feel for you because I know it's hard. So. Anyways, so our sevens, um, eights. I feel like I can really talk about this one because I'm spending a lot of quality time with an eight. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, my husband's an eight. And so um, I mean, it's funny. I've had a lot of conversations today with my girlfriends about, I think we're at the peak of frustration in marriage right now. <laughs> Aren't we all? Yeah, well, that, no, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I, I feel like that's the, that the, the six weeks of quarantine is like hit us like... It's a struggle. Mm-hmm. It's a struggle to spend this much time with a person. <laughs> but um, so eights, um, the, what I say about an eight, you're called the challenger, but like my favorite phrase about eights is confident intensity. Like they're just like, they're super confident. They're super intense. They're very strong. They're determined to make things happen. They have a take charge attitude. They meet challenges head on. And I think that's where they can bring hope um, and, and strength into this current time because they see all the challenges and they're like, they're going to push right through it. I see this wall, I'm going to push through it. There's another wall, I'm going to push through it. Another wall, I'm going to push through it. And, and we need those people in our lives because a lot of us are like, this wall seems too thick. It seems too yeah. tall. It seems too big. I'm too tired. <laughs> we need the eights that are like, no, we're, this is a challenge, and I accept the challenge. They, you know, they're they're um, they're self assured. They're tough. They're independent. Um, and they they my favorite picture of them is from Beth McCord about a snowplow. Um, and they are the snowplow, and they plow through. As a snowplow, you can either plow over people or you can allow people to come behind you or come beside you and so I think that our healthy strong eights can like plow through the challenges that we have in front of us and this current life that we're living and can pull put people behind um, them and we can we can follow our eights we can follow our eights into the unknown into the scary into the challenging and know that they're going (laughs) to You've watched a lot of Frozen Jail. I've only yes. seen it twice, but you've obviously watched it a lot of times. Um, but they, you know, they also are the picture of like the vigilant protector. So like the the, the eights have like this strong, independent, um, confident streak, but they also have a tender heart, and so that turns them into these like vigilant protectors of the people around them. Um, and I, I think our strong, healthy eights um, have have like a remarkable. Um, ability to put themselves in harm's way for those around them to protect the powerless um, without any fear. Um, and and we need those. We need those in our leaders right now. Um, we need people who are willing to stand up for those that are less fortunate. Um, and so if you're an eight and you you have zero fear of repercussions, <laughs> you have zero um, concern about what people think about you, um, um, and any black backlash, you just, you want to stand up and protect the powerless. And I think we have a lot of people right now that need you to, to be that vigilant protector, um, and, and to empower people. Like you have the ability to empower those that don't have power, um, with your, you know, your, the strong power that you possess just naturally. So yeah, thankful for eights, um, who, who just meet challenges head on. My, my husband's definitely. Um, one of those people and he's faced some major challenges in his business businesses um, in this time and he's hit him head on and like is blowing past the challenges in a way that is pretty remarkable um, and so we need eights all over the country doing that um, in all aspects of um, our world whether it's in healthcare or government or whatever so I'm thankful for for eight yeah. So for sure. Okay, nines. Last but not least, Rebecca wanted to start with you first. So um, 
so thankful for the nine life. They're, I mean, they live their whole life easygoing and calm, and they're still easygoing and calm. Like my nine friends are just like they're still cool and easy and calm, and um, they're just like they just ooze like everything's going to be all right. What and does like, a nine look like when they freak out though? Because I know they must freak out at some point. What does that look like? So nines go to three when they're stressed. So they they become a little bit what they like shut down kind of yeah um yeah yeah um or they yeah they just they do less and less and less and less and less um so yeah definitely a shutdown or a um because they also struggle with um, confrontation and being um there's they're kind of being dead to who they are. Um, Mm -hmm. and, um, but I think when nines wake up to who they are, um, they have just like a really ability to like change the world, but they have to like step into who they were created to be and they struggle with that. But they also have an amazing ability to relax and enjoy life as it is. And I would say in other circumstances in my life, I would get frustrated by nines. Um, cause I'm like, why are you so easygoing and relaxed? But now I'm like... (laughs) super jealous of it like and I really want to be around those people who are just like it's gonna be okay like life is great we 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 have it so good this is so great you know Um, and they just ooze contentment that's the thing I love about nines they're probably one of the most contented numbers on the Enneagram and like we need that right now I need that contented voice in my life to be like to reassure me that you know we've had it really great most of us do there are some of us that don't but a lot of us most of us that are listening to this and the two of us that are talking we're super privileged and we do have it really great and I need those voices around me saying you know what it's really great this is really great we're okay everything's okay um and they just are they're one of the better listeners on the Enneagram um and and we need people who are just gonna like listen to us and um and, and allow us to be like super anxious and they can just use their, their relaxed, you know, easygoing attitude for the rest of us. And hopefully it'll be contagious. So really thankful for nine. Yeah. They're also super non judgmental and accepting of others. And I think, I feel like this is going to happen even more and more for those of you that don't live in Georgia where our governor is one of the first ones that's trying to open up the state. And I feel like what's going to happen is as businesses start to reopen, but we're also still, afraid we don't know like okay the governor is opening the president's opening things but should we really do it different people are gonna have different opinions about that and different Mm -hmm. people are gonna make different decisions and i feel i feel like judge judging this is about to like run rampant like it's just gonna be like because everybody's gonna have a different opinion about what's best for them and their family and um and i think there's a lot of middle ground there I mean, obviously there's like really dumb ideas. <laughs> there's also like really strict ideas. But I think in the middle there, there's a, a lot of like room for uh, different people to make different decisions. And I, but I think there's gonna be a lot of judging and nines are really great at being non-judgmental and accepting and being kind of like a uni- unifying force in their families and their friend groups. And so I'm grateful for nines. You can, you can be that, hey, you know, it's all going to be okay. And that's their decision. And this is our decision. And we're making, we're all doing the best we can. And nines are really yeah. good at, good at saying that. So, and seeing that in other people, like, cause I can tend to get mad. I'm like, why aren't they doing things the way I'm doing it? And like nines are being like, well, you know what? That's their truth. And you live your truth, you know? And sometimes that can be really frustrating because we want people to like be black and white. Um, but in circumstances like this, we need like the nuance, like mediated view of a nine. Yeah, there you go. It's true. There's our nine numbers. That's good. So, if they want a more detailed rundown of your number, where can they find that? For like the number conversation, like if you want of this conversation, of more details of this conversation. Okay, so if you follow me, um, if you haven't followed me already, um, I'm at Becca Pete seventy nine on Instagram, and I had did five videos. Um, two numbers a day. Well, the first day I did an intro and the one, and then every other day was two numbers where I kind of went more in depth about what I just talked about. And it's on, on IGTV linked in my Instagram account. So if you just go to my Instagram account, you can see all the IGTV videos. So 
Yeah. And if you have more questions about Enneagram, you know, DM me. I'm happy to help. So that's what I'm here for. DMs. Um, So what are we doing on May 5th, Rebecca, since our live show? Or is it April 30th or May 5th? It's May 5th, right? May 5th is when we were going to actually going to, we were going to party on April 30th and record a live show and it was going to come out on May 5th because that's actually the day of our 100th episode. So some point next week, we're going to record an episode for our 100th that's going to come out on May 5th. And then on May 5th, we're going to do a Facebook Live for everybody. Yay! Yay! Not quite sure what we're going to uh, do in our Facebook no. Live. <laughs> we'll think of it. We just kind of, we don't want to, um, we don't want to let the day pass and not yeah, acknowledge. Celebrate. So that's awesome. And um, yeah, we're just going to chit chat. So please come join us. We would absolutely love it. Um, we'll have more details next week. We haven't decided on a specific time yet. Um, yeah. But it, yeah, we're going to, more details next week, but we'll be doing Facebook Live. On Secret of Mayo, so, you know. On Secret of Mayo. We were going to have margaritas for everything. Yeah, we were. We, we may so, still have margaritas. It's going to be virtual. BYOT. 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 Bring your own tequila? No. I won't, because you know I don't like tequila. Do you like margaritas? No, I don't like tequila. I had a bad experience with tequila in college. You know those where you smell it and you're just like, nope. It's one of those for me. Sorry. That's a bummer. I know. It's sad. It's all my friends like margaritas, but it's not in the cards for me. Anyway. Yay! You have a, a nice rum drink or something? Ooh, a dark and stormy. Like my soul. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I do love a dark and stormy. <laughs> there was nothing more for that was said today than that comment right there. <laughs> dark and stormy like my soul. <laughs> It's still beautiful. It's still beautiful. Dark and stormy and beautiful. Only you would see the dark, the beautiful, the dark and stormy. <laughs> there are beautiful dreams. I mean, I'm just saying. Um. Anyway, okay. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys next week. Okay. Bye. So till next week, we are on Instagram at Woven and Him. We are on Facebook and Patreon forward slash Woven and Him. You can also email us fullywoven at gmail.com. And I'm Rebecca Pete, like the coffee brand. And you can find me at RebeccaPete.com where you can also find all my social handles. Yep. And uh, I don't want to be found. So just find me on the Facebook for our uh, podcast and the Instagram, but not my personal. Bye. Bye.